0: Welcome to Casey's Ice Cream Parlour, the Sweet Money Twins recap podcast. My name is Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello. This fortnight we are recapping book number nine, Against the Rules.
1: Yes, we are. Poor Sophia Rizzo. Yeah. I kept thinking of Muppets the whole way through this. <laughs> it was a problem.
0: So we've got a nice turquoise book. Is that a turquoise? Um... I would have said
1: green greeny turquoise, yeah.
0: And it says, Is Elizabeth about to make the biggest mistake of her life? Oh, well, I won't go mean, I won't go that far. She's
1: only like fourteen here.
0: She's twelve.
1: Twelve? She's got a lot of life left to her. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this I oh know this is where she's made the worst <clears throat> mistake ever. It will never get worse than this. <laughs> it will, Liz. We've read some stream about oh, high. Will. It definitely will.
0: And then on the cover we've got um Sophia in the middle with a birthday cake and Elizabeth next to her
1: and who's next to her?
0: stringy haired Amy
1: stringy haired Amy
0: mm. yeah when we posted this cover up Jodie Char said is that Amy of stringy haired Amy fame on the front <laughs> <laughs> And um, gangly stringy haired Amy he said Sophia's ha- hairstyle is the real crime well
1: yeah there's a lot of crime in this book
0: and Jem Love's book said that patronising arm around the shoulder and head tilt, Liz got that down early. She doesn't look really patronising. She does look super
1: patronising here, but during the book she, she does, you know, she does actually genuinely like Sophia. So, you know, she tries for once.
0: On the back it says, good friends are big trouble. Sophia Rizzo is a good writer on the school newspaper. She's nice and Elizabeth likes her. But all the other kids at Sweet Valley Middle School, including Elizabeth's twin sister Jessica make fun of Sophia because her family is poor and her brother is always in trouble even Elizabeth's parents tell her to stay away from Sophia to show Sophia that she's her friend no matter what anybody says Elizabeth decides to go against strict orders from her parents and throw a secret birthday party for Sophia but is Elizabeth willing to pay the price if she gets caught?
1: well let's, uh, let's find out um, as we uh, dive into Haunted House 2
0: yeah, it's pretty much a similar story. <laughs>
1: Same story, but you know, it's good though. Um so yeah, we open with uh well, Jessica complaining.
0: Yeah, Liz and Jess are arguing about the fact uh that Elizabeth's gonna walk home from school with Sophia. Yes. Apparently whenever Jess says Sophia's name she makes a face like she's sucking a lemon.
1: Yeah, she calls her the biggest creep <laughs> in Sweet Valley.
0: But and it says, while Jessica chose friends as pretty and popular as she was, Elizabeth loved talented, imaginative girls like their dark-eyed classmate. Yes. But Jessica warns her if she keeps picking up strays, she's going to get bitten.
1: Well, we'll find out, won't we? Because uh, this could be a stray too far for Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> We're told the whole school dislikes the Rizzo family.
1: All of the them. The whole
0: school. Yep. But since she's been writing for the Sixers, Elizabeth has discovered that she's amazingly talented.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, like, shocked at how good her writing is, um, and apparently has written the funniest and, and most well-written stories of the paper, which I think is a, quite a low bar. Even better than Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, it's a low bar, but, yeah. you know, she's, she's up there.
0: But everyone makes fun of her old house and her bad brother. Oh, no. Jessica says her brother is a criminal.
1: Yes, um, and and apparently this this is uh, this is a fact, right? Yeah, he, uh, he stole a VCR.
0: Mm-hmm, He stole a VCR from someone's house. Yeah, and he was actually sent to reform school.
1: Yeah, um, Liz points <coughs> out that you know Anthony being a criminal has nothing to do with Sophia. Yeah, but apparently it does.
0: Jessica says it makes Sophia off limits to anyone who cares about their image.
1: Yeah, so we're we're back to. The Jessica Wakefield thing where, you know, she cares about her and her family's image more than anything else. It's all about image with Jessica.
0: And Liz tells Jess she's got to go and meet Sophia now. Um, They're going to try and get some info about the school play from Mr. Bowman.
1: Yeah. And of course, this immediately gets Jessica's ear. She's interested now.
0: Yeah. She says she can't wait to try out. Um, She's off to boosters practice and then the dairy burger. So she says... Oh, Liz, you're not doing anything important. You can take my books home. Yeah. And she dumps them on her and runs away. Yeah. Sophia comes over and, because she's nice, she helps Elizabeth to carry the the books anyway. Yeah. And she says she wishes she could have as many friends as Jessica.
1: Yeah, and Liz says that um, hanging around with the snob squad is nothing to be envious of.
0: And then Sophia pauses. She looks embarrassed. And she hands Elizabeth a crumpled piece of paper from her pocket.
1: And what does it say on this crumpled piece of paper?
0: It says We don't need your kind in Sweet Valley. Get out and take your brother with you. And um instead of a signature <laughs>
1: there's a crap drawing of a unicorn.
0: Yeah. Wonder who sent Subtle. it.
1: Supple. <laughs> it might as well have been purple paper as well, just to be
0: clear. It probably was it in probably purple ink at yeah. least. Yeah. Sophia explains to Liz that since their dad left them, Tony won't listen to anyone anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, rather than letting Sophia talk about it and give her some advice, because mm. Sophie's obviously starting to she's trusting in someone her,
1: she's looking to confide. Yeah, Liz
0: just changes the subject to the school play.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I will point out before that she's when she finds when she tells her about the note, she's like the unicorns. How could they? And I I, I was like, she says that um. She never thought the unicorns would go this far, and I was like, they They literally tried to poison Lois with like shaving cream. They almost killed someone.
0: Didn't? Did they send like anonymous notes to
1: Lois? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they have.
0: They they've been awful. They've
1: been awful the whole way through. This is nothing new. But yeah, you're right. She she just changes the subject. She's like, let's talk about the play instead. Let's not talk about your issues.
0: But anyway, um, they're rescued. She's rescued when Mister Bowman appears. Yes. They ask him a million questions about the play because they want to write an article about it, of course.
1: Of course. What
0: else? And he tells them that um, instead of using a well-known play this year, the English department have picked a writing committee with two of the best English students from each grade. Mm. And they'll be writing the play. Yeah. And guess who are the two sixth grade reps?
1: I wonder who it could be.
0: Of course, it's Sophia and Elizabeth, obviously.
1: Jessica and Lila. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yes, apparently I'd they're... I'd to uh... see
0: the play they'd write.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Um, Liz is uh, giggling at Mr. Bowman's paisley tie and checked shirt. Um, again. It's a bit Mr- shallow, Elizabeth. Well, a bit shallow, uh, Elizabeth. And also, like, isn't Mr. Bowman <clears throat> meant to be like 25 or something?
0: Yeah, I think he was like, 28. His, his dress
1: sense is odd for his age.
0: <laughs> it's funky. Funky, yeah. But, um, yeah, he gives them the names of the other four reps. So there's like two reps from the sixth grade, two from the seventh, and two from the eighth and he says, um, you need to arrange a meeting with them. Yeah. and like they freak out and start jumping up and down, like they've won the lottery. Yeah. And then they head off and get started on an article about the place straight away. Yeah. But weirdly, Sophia asks Liz if she can leave her name off of it.
1: Yeah, um, Sophia is is worried that if, mm. if her name is on it, it won't no one will read it. No one wants to read anything with Sophia's name
0: and apparently she's done this um for every article that she's written as well
1: yeah yeah um but Liz is Liz is like no come on this yeah. this is not this is not on um people will read it you're the best writer we've
0: got yeah and she says to Sophia like i'm your friend and if anyone's got anything to say they can say it to me as well
1: well they will Liz so sophia's
0: really happy about that and she invites Liz back to house so she can show her some plays she's written yeah and Elizabeth's uncertain. Yeah, she's unsure because she's,
1: you know, she's heard rumours of the Rizzos and this awful part of town next to the uh, the Patman canning factory. Mm-hmm.
0: But she she goes anyway. So at the Rizzos, Sophia's mother is dressed in, a fa- in faded and worn clothes, just like Sophia. Yeah. But she's really nice. Yeah, she's lovely. She's got faded clothes, but she's nice. Yeah, she's got a limp as well. Yeah. Even though the house is old, it's cosy and well cared for. Her. And Mrs. Rizzo speaks in heavy Italian accent and her English is a bit broken and it's not great. Mm -hmm. But she's really excited to hear about the play.
1: Yeah, she's she's very supportive of her daughter.
0: She seems like a really nice lady. She
1: really does. A bit stereotypical for the Italian. Yeah, it
0: is very stereotypical. A bit of a stereotype,
1: but that aside, she seems lovely.
0: And then they go upstairs and Sophia tells Liz she's never shown her place to anyone before except for her mum and Tony. Yeah. A lot of the plays are about a princess and a troll. And Sophia says that her and Tony used to act them out together. Yeah. And Liz can't believe how fondly Sophia speaks of Tony.
1: She can't believe that she would think so highly of her own brother.
0: Yeah. And uh, she asked, nervously asks where Tony is.
1: Yeah, and she says he's going to be home soon.
0: <clears throat> and then Liz suddenly makes an excuse to leave. Like, what What does she think he's going to do to her?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I was thinking that. It's like, what What do you think is going to happen here, yeah. Liz? Um, she's like oh no oh, oh I've got to, I've got to go <laughs> isn't it later on she's like oh I'm sick I can't like yeah. she's like no no I've got to go I've got to rush
0: so Liz asks if Sophia can help her hand out copies of the Sixers paper tomorrow but Sophia says she can't because she's got to help her mum shop
1: yeah and then Liz <clears throat> she's like oh my mum my really struggles like to, to, to help with the shopping yeah
0: she says we don't have a car um, and my mum had to stop work because of her bad leg Yeah. And it says Liz wishes she hadn't asked.
1: (laughs) It says that Liz wishes she hadn't asked and then Liz tells her, um, oh, don't worry, I'll get someone else to help me with the the paper. It's like, Liz, you could have offered to help with the shopping. Mm -hmm. Like, you could have been like, I'll come help you with the shopping then we can write after.
0: And how, like, she wishes she hadn't asked. She did that with Annie Whitman. She did exactly that with Annie Whitman. Yep. (laughs) Like, Annie Whitman started saying about her family problems and it actually said Elizabeth wishes she hadn't asked. She wishes
1: she hadn't asked, yeah. She doesn't, she never learns this lesson. She always asks. Hmm.
0: But, um, yeah she reminds Sophia they need her special gifts at the committee meeting on Wednesday yeah yeah <clears throat> and then when Elizabeth gets home Jessica and Alice have some amazing news
1: uh, yes they do
0: one of Ned's biggest clients wants to take the twins to LA they're going on a weekend trip and they want some company for their teenage daughter who yep. apparently doesn't have any friends of her own and her parents need to pay people to yeah. to hang out with her for yeah, the Yeah, that's, that's how that works. A bit weird. Um, They'll get to go shopping, they'll get to stay in a fancy hotel and, best of all, they'll get VIP tickets for Shout the Musical.
1: Yes, I'm much... I'm guessing it's
0: a play on Stomp.
1: I, I'm assuming, yeah. Um, So, much like in our previous Twins book, the previous episode... um, hmm <laughs> Liz was all of a sudden obsessed with horses and had posters of horses everywhere. Yeah. While this book, Jessica, has posters of shout everywhere all of a sudden. Never been mentioned before. She's obsessed with shout. That's all she thinks about, yeah. She's
0: got a life-sized poster of one of the cast members above her bed.
1: That's a life-sized poster. That's huge.
0: But before she had a life-sized poster of Johnny Buck there. I know. Where's that gone? I hope she hasn't taken him down. Yeah. He's, He's not flavor of the week anymore. Apparently not. And she knows every song and dance from "Shout Off" by heart.
1: Yeah, she's she's obsessed. Um, I'm also really surprised that Jess even likes musicals at all. I'm assuming it's just because she fancies one of the guys is in it. (laughs) That's my assumption.
0: No, she fancies herself as a bit of a bit of an actress. Performer. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, She starts whirling around the kitchen, (laughs) grabs Alice's waist. Yeah, and they all whirl around together. Um. And then Alice heads out to collect Stephen from from basketball practice. Yes, but five minutes later, Steven walks in.:
1: yeah, he he got lift back with a friend and didn't bother telling Alice. yeah, so Alice has gone for no reason.:
0: And he does his usual refrigerator raid. Yep. this time he piles a plate with three slices of bread, Swiss cheese, ham, tomatoes, and pickles.
1: <laughs> so um, Steven's got some bad news for uh for Liz apparently Stephen was in the best middle school play ever put on so liz might as well not bother she's never gonna match the yeah. performance that Stephen put on in middle school
0: yeah he takes the piss out of the play of course he does that's what he does um and she says actually liz says actually sophie's writing is amazing yeah and then um jessica gives an anguished cry Yes. And she can't believe that Raggedy Rizzo is going to write the play. Yeah. The most important event of the school year. And she can't believe Elizabeth went to her house.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's just absolutely disgusted
0: at this. And Stephen agrees.
1: Yeah, Stephen does agree. Um, he says he may not know Sophia, <clears throat> but he does know Tony. And he is as bad as they say. Apparently he's stolen everything from TVs to cars.
0: Mm-hmm. Elizabeth can't believe her family could be so shallow. Like, does she know her family? How long have you lived in this family, Liz? Like, you should know by now they can be. Um, And Jessica says the school play probably won't have any songs or dances in it. It'll be all about crime, murder, and disgusting (laughs) bloodshed. (laughs) And then Lizbeth brings up the note and uh, Jessica says, well, the unicorns took a vote on it. Yeah, and... she says,
1: I didn't write it. Yeah. The unicorns took a vote.
0: And they agreed that the time would be better off without the Rizzos.
1: I love the idea that these sixth grade kids feel that they know and can decide what's best for Sweet Valley. Yeah. Like the whole town <laughs> is like under their control. It's like what's best for Sweet Valley.
0: And Stephen says, well, for once, I agree with Jessica's dumb club.
1: Yeah, apparently Tony's always missing school. um, Mm. And he's probably just stealing stuff because they're just a piece of shit family.
0: And Jessica says if Elizabeth isn't careful, she'll end up as a social outcast.
1: Yeah. um, And uh, Liz, you know, Liz retorts if if being friends with Sophia means that she can't be friends with the unicorns, then she's happy with that.
0: And then Ned comes home. Oh, yes. He's
1: got some bad news. He does have some bad news.
0: Here we go again. There's been a misunderstanding. (laughs) Well... Um, It turns out, only one of the twins can go to LA. So Um, here we are again. Yeah, this sounds very familiar, doesn't it? It
1: does sound extremely familiar. Not in twins, though. Um, This was in High. In Too Good to Be True. Too Good to Be True. Only one of them could go to New York. Yeah. Um, And now, here we are again. Only one twin can go. And that was something to do
0: with one of Ned's mates as well. It was, yeah. Like, they wanted to... That was a bizarre bizarre situation. They want to do some daughter swap.
1: Yes. And actually, that was the story of Suzanne (laughs) Devlin,
0: which um,
1: we'll get to Hmm. next week, won't we?
0: Yeah, we will. Um, So, yeah, only one twin can go and there's only sort of there's only tickets to shout for one of them so it's not like Ned can say I'll pay for another one of you
1: the tickets are sold out as well yeah Um, they they make it clear that the the tickets are sold out now so you can't get a ticket Mm. Um, and Liz you know Liz thinks about it and obviously she'd love to go but she knows deep down that that it's Jess's favourite musical and Jess would really love to go yeah so she says you know quite rightly look Jess should go
0: yeah because Jessica's in tears and she says she'll die if she can't see shout
1: yeah um, I'd love to count the amount of times know, that Jessica might have died,
0: but Ned Ned won't accept this.
1: This is ridiculous. And he
0: says we've got to draw straws so that it's fair. Um, Alice comes home, and Alice isn't even mad that she's. I know. I would have been fuming. I'd be like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah.
1: I'd be like, well, you can make your own way from now on.
0: Yeah. Like. It's probably she's, why I'm not going to be a parent, I know. to be honest. But she's like, "Oh, well, you should have called me." But then she's not really that bothered. No, That'd she's curious. Fine. Yeah,
1: I would be as well.
0: But um, yeah, Ned explains the mix-up to her, and Elizabeth again says, "Look, I'll stay home. Um, yeah. I'll be busy writing for the play anyway. I think Jess should go." But Ned's like, "Nope, we're drawing straws." And then he makes this weird confession that he doesn't know what drawing straws means. Yeah, why like, did you suggest to be it, like a lawyer. Like, well, yeah. A, you should be, and and B, it was his idea. Like, does every everybody knows what drawing straws means, right?
1: I would imagine so. Let us know if you don't know what drawing straws mean because even I know what that means, and I've (laughs) I've been educating. You don't know what going steady means. I didn't know what going (laughs) steady. No, exactly.
0: But um, yeah. Why would he suggest it? Yeah. But then Stephen says, "I think that I should write a number down, and the twins have to guess what the number is." And whoever gets the closest wins. Right. So they do that. Liz gets the closest and she wins.
1: Despite not really caring about going Mm. and Jessica being absolutely insistent on being obsessed with this play. um, Jessica flips out and Mm. she storms upstairs in tears. I don't blame her this no. time i'm like no because liz has already said she doesn't she yeah. literally has said like two three times i don't mind let her go but the for some reason and this is not the only time in this book alice and ned are
0: just like no nope, yeah. regardless but now they've decided to do some parenting at, the, word, at the wrong time though yeah. it's like why um and it's jessica's really upset because uh she's told lilo already
1: yeah, she's already told Lila, Lila. Was jealous. The unicorns, Janet probably knows. Everyone's jealous. Mm. Yeah, because money's no object. They cannot get tickets, so it's yeah, like even
0: Lila's dad has tried and he exactly, could not yeah. get tickets for Shine.
1: So it, it was a big deal for her socially as well as her favorite musical.
0: Jessica says Liz is your favorite child. Yeah. So Liz goes into Jess's room and she says, um, "I'll get you a signed program." Like wow, big deal! She said, "I'll get you a side program and a T-shirt or something." Yeah, fine. Um, And she says to Jessica, "Soon you'll be busy rehearsing to be in your own show." Um, And Sophie is coming over later to make some plans for it, and this sets Jessica off. It certainly does.
1: I did think, by the way, that um, she has a solution here. If uh, if she's promised the unicorns that she's going, I think she should do a Caroline Pierce. And just pretend that she's away for two days. Yeah, she could have Just hide in the house. So just don't go out shopping because you'll get caught.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it sets Jessica off because Lila's also coming over. Yeah. And she doesn't want Lila to find that creature in their house. I know that creature. It might the, get back the the to Janet way she
1: talks about Sophia in this book.
0: And she, she exclaims that my life is a shambles, my dreams are shattered. And now you're bringing that ragtag misfit into our home.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: <clears throat> and then she asks if Elizabeth will do her math homework for I her. I know.
1: She's like, uh, you're awful. You're ruining my life. Yeah. Will you do my homework?
0: Um, and then she goes to answer the door to Lila. And Elizabeth makes a start on the homework because she feels guilty about L.A. Of course. But... And Jessica reminds Elizabeth to keep Sophia away from Lila.
1: But it. then tragedy strikes. Too late, yeah. Because the doorbell rings again. And before either of them can get downstairs, Alice has greeted Sophia and put her in the living room with Lila, goddamn Fowler. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: um, and then when Elizabeth gets downstairs, Lila's just staring at Sophia. I oh, know, just not like, saying anything? What, what's going on? And Jessica makes up some story about Sophia being there to get some old clothes. Yeah, she's like, oh,
1: hey, the piles of clothes that you need for your <laughs> your poor family are over there. <laughs> Take them and leave.
0: And she tells Lila, it's always such a pleasure to help those less fortunate.
1: Yeah, and then she like basically just grabs Lila <clears throat> and walks straight out of the room. And, and Sophia's just stood there like,
0: what the hell just happened? Yeah. She's like,
1: absolutely horrified. She tells Liz, like... She like her mum would never take that kind of charity like this would never mm. happen and Liz is just like oh it's, she's just confused it's like yeah, that's, that's not confused up. that's not
0: confusion <clears throat> so we cut to Wednesday a few days later it's the day of the first committee meeting and yeah. Elizabeth is really excited and she goes to wake Jess up and she says to Jess you're lucky I'm still walking to school with you after the way you've treated Sophia this week yes it turns out sorry no no go for it it turns out that uh, the unicorns locked all of Sophia's books in the broom closet yep and as usual Jessica's throwing her clothes around saying everything she owns is disgusting she borrows an outfit from Elizabeth Um, in this book like Elizabeth is probably the worst doormat she's been
1: yeah it, it, she is like because she... Jess is really ungrateful and horrible at mm. times to her everyone's really horrible to, to Liz for being friends with Sophia um, outside of like Amy and Julie it was like
0: the borrowing clothes and the homework and the carrying yeah. the books she does like constant th- in this two book. or
1: three sets of homework in this book for Jess yeah. she lets her borrow her clothes all the time it's, it's ridiculous and all the while Jess is doing nothing but complaining at her
0: yeah so at school everyone's bugging Liz about the play all day
1: Yes, Jessica even, uh, you know, Jessica's like proud of her for like a moment until Bruce Patman starts asking her and then she's jealous.
0: Yeah, Bruce Patman says his dad's going to film the play and he's going to invite everyone over to watch it. They better not invite Tony or he'll still the VCR player.
1: <laughs> That'll be the last time you film anything.
0: <laughs> and he starts trying to get Liz to give. Um, Bruce the Hunk, he calls himself. Yes. He says, have you got a big role for Bruce the Hunk? And she says, uh, well, as you like the spotlight so much, maybe you could do the lighting.
1: Yeah, that qualifies you. Um, I like Jess's... um, Jess uh, starts flirting with Bruce, and she's like, I think... Video tape is such a brilliant idea, Bruce. Um, and apparently, she she thinks that of all the with all the quote creepy sixth graders around, she sees Bruce Patman as a, a more mature,
0: more mature guy.
1: And I was <laughs> like, well, get get ready for that because in a few years, Jess, yeah, you will see what Bruce Patman's all about.
0: And then at lunchtime, um, Elizabeth asks Amy if her and Julie can handle the Sixers meeting without her.
1: No, I'm sure it's going to fall apart. Not without Liz.
0: Yeah. How will they manage? Um, Because she tells them she's uh, got to go to the committee meeting that night. And she uh, tells them how great Sophia's writing is. And Amy says, we never see Sophia at lunch. And Elizabeth says, maybe she goes home to help her mother out. And she explains about Mrs. Rizzo's leg. Amy feels bad for Sophia and she suggests they invite her to lunch with them sometime.
1: Yeah. Which I thought was funny because they're like, they're like,
0: oh, I don't very often see Sophia, and
1: Liz is like, oh yeah, it's probably because she's always helping her mum. Her mum needs a lot of help around, you know, around the house and with shopping and stuff because you know she's got this this bad leg. Yeah. And then the Amy's like, we should invite Sophia out for lunch more. <laughs> Screw her mum.
0: Yeah. Her mum could just deal with it herself. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um. And Brooke Dennis, disgusting Dennis is I, back. I
1: literally put then. Dog kicker turns up.
0: <laughs> I'm never letting that go. Ever. Dog kicker suggests you just call her a dog kicker. Dog kicker that's why I'm calling now. her from now on. Dog kicker. I can't say it with a straight a face. Bitch. Brooke suggests that they um they all meet behind the gym where her and Elizabeth had a, a picnic together once. Remember that time. That when one time she they did th- in her yeah. birthday thing.
1: Yes, yes. Oh it, it wasn't to Liz though, was it?
0: <clears throat> wasn't it?
1: I don't think I
0: know it, it was, was to Jen- Jennifer. It was Jennifer I Wakefield. R- I can't remember. It could have been to anybody. <laughs> that book got too confusing. Um, and yeah, Liz says, it, that's a great hideaway. And I thought this is coming across like they don't want to be seen with Sophie. Yeah, it is almost like... <laughs> and they kind of little... divide it to the anywhere public. They're like, oh, we need to find the most secluded place we can. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It is like a dirty <clears throat> secret.
0: They plan to have a picnic lunch. Um, so later on outside the meeting. This is just so over the top.
1: It's not only over the top, it's really inappropriate. Why? So, after the meeting, Liz walks up to Before the
0: meeting.
1: Sorry, before the meeting. Liz walks up to Sophia and gives her a note. (coughs) A folded up note. And I'm like, considering what the unicorns have been giving her on folded up notes, this is really not a good (laughs) idea. Like, Sophia could have just burst into tears there and then and just ran away
0: um and it's this piece of yellow paper and apparently it's been folded up to the size of a postage stamp yeah and um elizabeth says something i haven't written it down but she says something like i have a secret message for you <laughs>
1: yeah and i was like god she's like, gonna... just
0: inviting her for fucking lunch just...
1: yeah exactly you're inviting her to lunch but you've got to keep it a secret because she's a dirty secret yeah you don't and... want to ruin their They've... they're already on shaky yeah. ground socially <laughs> they can't push it too far <laughs>
0: Um, and Sophia opens it It's an invite to a secret outdoor picnic sponsored by the Anti-Cafeteria Lunch Group. Brilliant. God, you know, this is like the most over-the-top lunch invitation ever. It's
1: ridiculous. But Sophia is thrilled. Yeah. Um, she says she'll bring some of her mum's famous punch.
0: Um, And then Liz says she hopes that Sophia brought some of her plays to the meeting so that everyone can see how great they are. Yeah. So we go into the meeting and Elizabeth discovers one of the 7th grade seventh grade th- raps gra- is Mary Robinson, Return of Mary.
1: Very brief cameo by Mary in this So book. as
0: we know, she's a unicorn, but she's a nice one.
1: Yes, you're one of the few.
0: Uh, but the other 7th grade rep is Peter Jeffries, who's a friend of Bruce Patman's.
1: Yes, so the meeting starts. People are talking, and Liz is just looking around the room, secretly judging every person at the goddamn mm-hmm. table. And she sees Peter and she's like, Peter, he must be a piece of shit because he's yeah. friends with Bruce Patman.
0: Yeah, and she thinks he might be nice to Sophia.
1: But you're complaining about Sophia being treated badly because she's brother her brother is a thief. You're doing the same to yeah, Peter. Well, here, as,
0: Liz is a massive fucking yeah. hypocrite. All the she time, is, she is. I even f- as a child. Even as a child. The eighth grade reps are a plump girl called Lisa Rainish. <laughs> that name made me laugh. <laughs> Never heard of her. Um, and a nerd called Northrup, who everyone calls Nort. Nort the Nerd. Yeah. It says. Who, it, who she assumes is lonely. Yeah, it describes him. It says uh, Nort talked in a serious, mature manner that made it hard for Elizabeth to imagine that he'd ever had any friends yeah she's just <laughs> literally thinking the worst things yeah, of she's everyone watching at this thing. I'm going to judge everybody in this yeah. room
1: she's just looking around like judging everybody
0: um and Lisa Rainish doesn't think that they should write the play themselves but Nort disagrees mm. um Lisa says look none of us are exactly Shakespeare and then Liz speaks up and she gives a Liz- massive speech Liz shouts no yeah she's like no <laughs> calm down chill out and um she says like that's why we should write it because we know what it's like to really be a kid and we can make it relatable and then she says like Sophia read out some of your plays
1: yeah she dropped Sophia right in it Sophia's been sat there like quietly and Liz mm. is like hey Sophia's got ideas
0: and then so Sophia's like she really doesn't want to no but it says she took one look at Liz's smiling face and she was filled Yay, with confidence suddenly yeah she reads a story, uh, she reads a scene about a girl who wants to stay out late. And it's like a sixth grade girl. Um, everyone applauds and it's settled. It's going to be a play about families.
1: The good and the bad sides of families, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And when Liz gets home later, the house is quiet and she finds Stephen on the stairs with his head in his hands.
1: Oh my god. Stephen's been assaulted
0: yeah he looks at her and she discovers he's got a black eye oh my guess who gave it to him
1: it was bloody Tony
0: yeah that bloody Anthony Rizzo Um, so this, this is such a load of bullshit this tale it so really is apparently Stephen was with a group of kids that were saying mean things about Tony yep. and then Tony just punched Stephen for no reason at all
1: yeah, and he even says um, everyone was saying things about Tony. It wasn't just me. Yeah. Like right. Sounds like you deserved it. So you all basically kept you on. you bullied the kit. wrong person and they've yeah.
0: decided to stick up for themselves. Absolutely. That's
1: exactly what's happened. But of course, Jessica Wakefield is also there to back mm-hmm. Stephen up.
0: And she's like, Oh, I can't wait for, for mum and dad to hear about this.
1: Yes, yeah, like just you wait. You'll never be allowed to see Sophia again now.
0: And Liz says, Mum and Dad will know better than to judge people by association. Well, what a bet. Yeah, we'll see about that. And she reveals that Sophia's the lead writer for the play, and it's not going to be a silly musical. It's going to be a serious drama. Jessica's outraged. She says she's having nothing to do with the play. Yeah, Liz should just be like, fine, fuck off them. Yeah, Don't yeah. Don't be in the play.
1: Yeah. Um. And Liz asked Stephen, like, what... What was going on? Like, why did this even happen? Uh, And Stephen says that they were they were all accusing Tony of stealing a projector, which is apparently missing from the AV room. I'm like, an 80s projector is a big bit of equipment just to be walking out of casually out of school with, you know?
0: So apparently, he
1: tried to calm things down.
0: One of uh, Stephen's friends called called Tony Hotfingers. And Stephen suggested they check his books for burn marks. So he wasn't fucking innocent then. No, of course not. But his own admission. <clears throat> um, but then when his friends started trying to take the books from Tony, his friends, not him. No. Stephen tried to stop them. I don't believe that for gallant, one fucking minute. Gallant
1: effort You to did. Try and you stop. suggested
0: they take them. Yeah, the it reference. was
1: your idea Then when your friends started doing it, you were like, oh, no, actually, guys, that's not.
0: Um, and then Tony just hit him. Yeah. Yeah, right. Sure little shit.
1: But this is all Jessica <laughs> needed to hear. This yeah. is fine.
0: At breakfast the next day, Ned and Alice still don't know about the black eye because Stephen went to bed before they uh, before they got home.
1: Yes, and Stephen doesn't come down before Liz has to go to school.
0: And Jessica's being all smug, like, waiting Just for them to, to find out. Yeah. Uh, Liz doesn't care, though. She doesn't want to know. She says, I'm going to school early um, to... I can't remember why she's going to school early, but she's going to school early anyway.
1: Probably a bloody committee meeting. Probably something like that. Do you know, I, I feel like the last couple of books, all we've <coughs> done is talk about committee meetings.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. With, with high and twins. Yeah, high and twins. Yeah. Um, so Jess, she leaves Jess to wait for Stephen to come downstairs. Yeah. It's the day of the Anti-Cafeteria Society picnic.
1: Oh, the big picnic.
0: And Brooke says it feels like a birthday party. Because apparently the dog kicker likes birthdays now. Yeah, apparently she's changed her bloody chew, hasn't she? But she's fine now. And they have such a good time at the picnic, they agree to do it weekly.
1: Yeah, and um, Sophia actually mentions that she's got a birthday coming up soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And they all say they should do something for it, because Sophia basically says she's never had a party before. She's never had friends before, let alone a party.
0: Yeah, her mum can't afford one, and she says nobody would come anyway. Yeah. And Liz is determined. She says, this year, I'm going to make sure you get a birthday party. Yeah, that's a promise. And she tells Sophia to meet her after school to make some plans. And then she runs into Jessica. um, Later on, when she's waiting for Sophia, she runs into Jessica and Jessica says, Elizabeth will break their parents' hearts if she keeps hanging around that tacky family.
1: (laughs) Um, And Liz is like... Look, I have have i don't have time for this. I, I need to go and see Sophia. It's really important, Jess. And Jess is like, I can't believe you're choosing that creature over your own yeah. flesh and blood.
0: Uh, Jessica storms away, um, but she bumps into Sophia. She brushes angrily past her and she calls back that if Liz is going to talk to Hotfinger's sister, she might as well tell her to try putting on a play with nobody in it. Yeah. And Elizabeth says to Sophia, just ignore her. And then she says, we're going to throw you a huge party at the Wakefields' house. It sounds yes. like a really bad idea. It sounds
1: like a terrible idea, doesn't it? Especially since you haven't even spoken to your parents or it's anyone, that, yeah. and you already know that Stephen's been assaulted by a brother. But yeah. cool.
0: Um, and as it's the day after the play, they're going to invite the whole cast. Everyone will want to come when Sophie is a famous playwright.
1: Famous within Sweet Valley. Mm. Lower school.
0: So on the way home, they discuss the, they discuss the play, and Liz points out that they need a father in it because her father is so fucking amazing. Yeah.
1: And she's she- like, oh my God, you don't have a dad? Because I've know. got a dad and dads and then, are really yeah. good.
0: Yeah. And she just goes on about how great Ned is. <gasps> and that's so, like, right attacked.
1: There is none with with Liz.
0: And Sophia tells her again how Tony changed when her father left. Yeah. Again,
1: Sophia's like finally found a friend to confide in. Yeah. And she tries Liz so many times want in this book. Know. She tries to confide in Liz, and Liz is just not interested. Liz mm-hmm. just wants to talk about herself. Yeah. Let me tell you about how great my I know I know you don't have a dad, but let me tell you about how great my dad
0: is. <laughs> and then uh when they get to Sophia's house, Sophia hushes her because she says Um, she doesn't like to talk about her father around her mother because she gets upset Mm -hmm. and they go upstairs they do some play stuff yeah and then an hour later Liz hears Tony come in
1: uh oh so she
0: tries to leave without meeting him again but she just bumps into him on the way out
1: and she's scared of him
0: yeah she's terrified she's
1: actually terrified of him She's like is like, she just thinking that he's just going to walk up to her and just punch her in the face yeah. in the middle of the house? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen, Liz?
0: Sophie introduces them, and she literally runs away down the road.
1: Yeah, like, she runs it says down the drive, shaking, yeah. and she like, like thinking about shaking hands with him. And she's like, "Is that the hand that struck my brother? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a mess." <laughs>
1: Uh, but even as she's running away she is wondering whether she's misjudged Tony just like everyone has misjudged (laughs) Sophia so even she has her doubts
0: yeah Um, and then when she gets home her parents are waiting for her they want a serious talk
1: good god
0: so Jessica has snitched about her friendship with Sophia
1: yes and of course they have now heard or seen the result of uh, Tony's completely unwarranted attack when Stephen was just trying to break up break up his friends. He was just trying to help. He's just trying to help. What a hero.
0: Um, Liz explains how great Sophia is, but Ned uses his courtroom voice. Yeah. And tells her she's not allowed to see Sophia outside of school anymore. But Liz is like, again, as she said to
1: everyone, but you, it's one thing when she's saying this to 12 year olds, right? But now she's saying this to two adults. (laughs) She's trying to explain to them That Sophia is not defined by her brother's actions, right? Ned, you're a lawyer. You literally must deal with this kind of stuff in court where you're Mm. like, this person's family or history has nothing to do with their actions and shouldn't be judged
0: by that. But It turns out Ned knows all about Tony.
1: Yeah, apparently so.
0: He's got a, a friend who dealt with his case. Yeah. And he says that boy's got serious problems and his home isn't the kind of place that you should be hanging around. And it's not up for debate.
1: No, so that's Tony, but also by association, Sophia.
0: Yeah, and Alice says it's for her own protection.
1: I couldn't believe they did
0: this. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful. Later on, Jessica pops into Liz's room, and yeah, Liz, she knows. She knows she's in yeah. trouble. And Liz says, "You got what you wanted," and Jessica says, "I was only trying to help you."
1: Yeah, um, she says
0: that she tried to help.
1: Um, and she she told. Um, she told. She says, "Oh, I told the I told her, uh, Alice and Ned mm-hmm. that um, you know Liz is so lovely. She can't help it. She loves everyone, even hardened criminals."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but then Liz hugs her and says, "I can't stay mad at you for long." Yeah, standard, again, like you standard said,
1: response. Standard response, but she's such a doormat. She in this is. Book. This is
0: the worst she's been. I it's think it's
1: ridiculous.
0: And then Jessica hands Elizabeth a note she's written for Terence Wesley who is her favorite cast member of shout
1: i wish they'd written what it says
0: yeah and why didn't she write to terence wesley for the celebrity cookbook
1: that's a very good point maybe he's a rubbish cook
0: Mm. and she says can you give terence this note when you go backstage um and i want you to report back what color his eyes are how he walks how he talks i want to know everything
1: yeah And um, apparently, we don't get to see what's on the letter, but Liz starts looking at it, and Jess is really embarrassed. She's like, You're not supposed to read that. It's a
0: secret. So, whatever it is. I can imagine. When we saw her letter to Johnny Buck, we did, um, yes. You know, it's going to be declaring her love, isn't it?
1: It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Um, And then, of course, Jess just casually mentions that um, obviously she's going on the, the, the day after the play, she's going on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and Elizabeth realises she's scheduled to go away on Sophia's birthday. Now, that
1: is a bit of a cock-up, Liz, to be yeah. fair.
0: So she's desperate to stay home now.
1: Yeah, she feels awful. Um,
0: And I've put a note
1: here saying, just tell Ned and Alice that you don't want to go, Liz. Because at this point, I was they reading... They
0: won't fucking listen, though, will they? I know,
1: but this is the thing. I wrote it at this point, assuming that Liz was not going to say anything and it was just mm. going to be Liz being an idiot... But she immediately goes down and tries yeah, this.
0: they just will not listen.
1: She goes down and she's like, look, I don't even really want to go. Um, and and Alice and, and Ned are just like, no, you're going. Whether yeah. it makes everybody in this family miserable, yeah. we've decided you're going.
0: They say that is the end of it. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? Um, And they say that they're going away on that day. They're going to a boat party with the Sloan family. I know. Like- and I was like, oh my God, Sam and David Sloan from our um, Halloween episode The Ghost in the Graveyard but then I remembered that was about 40 books ahead of this yeah so the Sloanes wouldn't have Sloan's. moved in yet would they because no. they move in
1: during that book gutted I love Sam Sloan
0: <laughs> so um, they say Jessica can spend the day with Stephen they can do something nice together
1: oh wonderful
0: but Stephen says no I've got a basketball game and a party so Jessica's going to have to be home alone yeah um, and then at school the next day Elizabeth has to lie to Sophia. She says she can't go to her house because she's got a stomach ache.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she feels ill and she has to run away.
0: Yeah, she doesn't want to admit, like, my parents think your family are scumbags, so I'm not allowed in. No.
1: Um, and, uh, of course, she, she then heads home um, and uh, finds Stephen in the fridge, who says the most obvious thing that everyone thought immediately at the start of this book.
0: Yeah. First of all, he, he calls her the Mistress of Gloom. Yes. Um, and she says i just want jess to go to la and he's like well why don't you do the old switcheroo yeah jessica thinks it's a genius idea
1: now historically alice has always seen through their switches right Mm. she knows but um given that they're such absent parents this plan might work
0: yeah and she thinks she could even have a small party for sophia like that is risky that's
1: that's seriously pushing your luck Mm.
0: like in their house so she goes and suggests it to Jessica. <laughs> this and is amazing. Jessica's surprised and suspicious.
1: Well, she points out that she was the one that got preachy uh, about Jennifer Wakefield, the third twin. Yeah, She was like, oh, we shouldn't do this sort of thing. Um, and now, of course, she's suggesting that they do it. But mm-hmm. Liz makes out, oh, it's all for you, Jessica. It's all to make you happy. When in reality, it is partly that, but it's also about Sophia. Yeah.
0: And she says, I'll be tired after the play. And Jessica reminds her she's still not going to be involved in the play, and she's going to tell the unicorns to boycott it, and then nobody else will be involved either. She hopes it ends up with no cast and no audience.
1: Yeah, and and then like Liz tries to like basically beg Jess not to persuade others. She's like, okay, well, fine if you don't want to go, don't go, but don't try and persuade others. And I was Mm. like, the unicorns aren't going to go anyway. There's like no way that like Lila was going to go. Yeah, you know, doesn't matter what Jess thinks.
0: Um, and then, yeah, Jessica says, "No way, I'm not giving the player a chance." And then she starts going through Dorma Elizabeth's closet to find clothes to take to LA. Yeah, she chooses two of Elizabeth's dresses, a scarf, and some jewelry. And then Elizabeth helps her with her homework as well. Yep. So I mean, it's just every, it's crazy. Every few pages, is
1: absolutely crazy. Um, and and basically, it's the pattern of Liz is terrified. And it goes right back, actually, to the first Twins book. Uh, But we see it in High as well. It goes back to the first Twins book, where Liz is terrified of losing Jess. She can't have Jess mad at her for too long. And Jess knows this, so Jess will always play on it and just be like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, it's that like, oh, I can't stay mad at you, Jess, you know, (laughs) every time.
0: Yeah. So after school the next day, uh, Jessica heads off to a unicorn club meeting and Elizabeth says... I hope you don't all get stiff necks from holding your noses in the air too high. Ha! It's actually quite a good line. Pretty good. And Jessica says, we only hold our noses up at second rate people. Wow. And then she dumps all of her books on Elizabeth, asks her to put them in her locker, and rushes off with Lila. Again.
1: But who do they rush off into?
0: Yeah, they bump into uh, Sophia. And all of Sophia's papers that she's holding end up on the floor.
1: Yes. Lila mocks Sophia, helps her up, and saying, oh, I wouldn't want your designer clothes to become damaged. Um, And then, to Sophia's horror, she starts
0: slagging off the play
1: with Jessica.
0: So Jessica picks up a sheet of paper and she starts waving it in the air. And Sophia tries to get it back. Crowd gather around them.
1: Liz does nothing.
0: Yeah, Lila snatches... uh, piece of paper and she reads it aloud in a ridiculously dramatic voice yes it says uh, "Mum." she read I couldn't tell you how I felt before she rolled her eyes and put one hand on her chest have you ever heard such meaningful dialogue she asked the crowd around her I think my heart is breaking and then she looked once more at the page she held and began reading again sometimes being a kid is the hardest job of all and then she fell to the floor as if she'd been shot Oh, the power of feeling here! She groaned. I can't stand to go on. Her eyes rolling, she lay on the floor as if she'd fainted.
1: Now, in fairness, that does sound pretty crap.
0: But it's the way Lionel. But it's read very it.
1: horrible. Yes, it's a horrible thing to do.
0: Yeah, um, Sophia runs off in Sophie tears. Sophia's
1: destroyed, and uh, and again, of course, in Sweet Valley tradition, she goes red and runs <clears> away.
0: And Elizabeth has been watching all of this and she's dis- she just She didn't it says, say anything. She literally says, stood there. It says she's disappointed that Jessica didn't try to stop Lila. Unbelievable. Like, well, she fucking didn't either. She's
1: literally stood there and just watched that go yeah. down.
0: So she finds Sophia um, in the place where everything happens. <laughs> Mr. Bowman's classroom. Yes, because obviously like, they
1: haven't got to Mr. Collins' classroom yet. Seriously, so.
0: why are they always in Mr. Bowman's classroom? I don't know. Those and and in High,
1: they're always in Mr. Collins all the time. This yeah. is what they do.
0: Um, well, in high, they're in the Oracle office, which I guess is kind of it makes a bit more uh, sense. Yeah, but yeah, in this one, they're just always in this, this you man's class. Yeah,
1: and you you would have thought after Amy tried like copying, like like reading out exam yeah. results and stuff, that they like lied, they probably would anymore. have banned them altogether. But never mind. Uh, yeah, so Sophia is obviously like distraught, and she says that the play's ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, she says everyone's going to laugh at her now, um, uh, just like they laugh at her brother and and she does say that's why she thinks that that anthony or tony is the way he is he's mm-hmm. mean to other kids to stop them laughing at him he tries to make them scared of him so that they won't laugh at him but what he doesn't realize is that they're laughing more than ever
0: yeah and they'll never stop no um this honestly sounds like one of those newspaper stories when someone's about to lose their mind and yes yes (laughs) it
1: does do some horrendous thing in school or something yeah like
0: like everybody laughed (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and they'll never stop but um sophia begs liz to go over to her house tonight to help her with the the play stuff because she says if you're not there i'll give up on it yeah um and liz decides to disobey her parents
1: Yeah, and she also says, you know, hey, we've also got a party to plan.
0: Yeah,
1: and Um, she... She's more determined than ever now.
0: Yeah, and she's just like, fuck it, and she, she goes over. I don't really blame her, to be honest. And then, for the next few weeks, she carries on disobeying her parents. Yes. She goes to Sophia's every day for the next week.
1: And they become even closer friends. Yeah.
0: Sophia explains to Liz how her family spend every week putting their loose change into a jar... And then at the end of the week, they guess how much is in there. Whoever gets the closest gets the, gets the chance to choose something to spend the money on. Yeah, it's and, called the
1: Rizzo Raffle.
0: Yeah. And she wants to use the money that week to buy her and Liz orange frosties at Casey's. Oh. But Liz doesn't want Sophia to spend her money on her. Um, and she suggests we make the, they make their own at Sophia's house. But it's not a real reason, is it? No. She doesn't want anyone to see them because... Yeah. She doesn't want it to get back to her parents. Of course,
1: it has to be hidden. Yeah,
0: but along with Mrs. Rizzo, they make lemon slush and they sit around an old trunk that the Rizzos use as a coffee table.
1: Yeah, and it's really clear that that Mrs. Rizzo is really proud of her daughter yeah. and thrilled by the play. She loves like hearing all about the play. She's way more attentive than then Alice. Yeah, way more.
0: The play is called Straight Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth's worried because Mr. Bowman's thinking of opening the auditions up to the older kids so they can play the parents. Yeah. But she wants it to just be the middle school's play. Yeah. Sophia pointedly reminds her that some of the younger kids have been talked out of auditioning. Yes. But Liz doesn't admit to Mrs. Rizzo that it's her shitty sister that's responsible for this. No. And she's like, oh, well, the younger kids wanted a musical, uh, so that's why
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure it's got nothing to do with what my sister yeah. literally shouted at sophia yesterday
0: cut to the auditions and as liz feared only a handful of kids have shown up thanks to the unicorns boycott campaign
1: yeah the unicorns have spread the word and i think at one point don't they say um oh they heard about the unicorns auditions i don't know, wasn't wondered if like the unicorns were doing some separate audition for something on the same day as well just to make things even worse for them <laughs> um but yeah no one's turned up um there's only a few there Um, And they really question whether they can even continue. But Mm. Nort... Nort the nerd. ...has a great idea.
0: Yeah, his idea is that they all give readings in all of their English classes. And once their classmates hear how good the play is, they'll all want to try out. Yeah. They decide Sophia should read the lead part of The Eldest Daughter. And she says, I'll only do it if Elizabeth plays my sister. And Mr. Bowman says that Caroline Pierce can play the mother... Because her prissy attitude is perfect for the role. Brilliant. They do a read through and it turns out that Sophia is like an amazing actress as well as she's an amazing just writer. Just amazing at everything. She's just the best. Um and she's got great chemistry with Liz. So they give the three of them the parts permanently. So Caroline, Liz and Sophia. Yeah. And then when they all read the play in their English classes, everybody wants to be included. Um Bruce Patman ends up getting the part of the father.
1: Yeah, which I think is a really interesting couple. Bruce Bruce and Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jessica asks Liz, what's so great about a bunch of words without any songs or dances? (laughs) And she says she'd rather die than be involved.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then Liz finally sticks up for herself a little bit. Finally. She suggests, well, if you don't come to the play... uh, I might I might not do the, the switcheroo.
1: Yeah, I might not do the switch. Which, you know, yeah, I guess.
0: Jessica says, that's not fair. And Liz says, well, you're not fair.
1: <laughs> I don't understand why she wants Jessica to come at this point.
0: Yeah, I know. I guess because like everybody's following the unicorn's lead and boycotting it. And but doesn't she say she's that Lila's inf- inf- going? She says even
1: Lila's been convinced to go now because Bruce is there. I think she's like even convinced Lila at this point it's just Jess it's not going and Jess is yeah. like I don't care I'm still not going it's like just don't have her there she's going to yeah, be negative fine. Like yeah. just forget about it Liz
0: and then she says well if you're not going to go to LA I guess you won't want to borrow my new shoes to take with you yeah there was no need to like throw the shoes in as well no
1: she was already convinced like you yeah. basically were just like, yeah. say you can't go to LA and watch your favourite yeah. musical of all time
0: yeah but yeah then she throws the shoes in as well and Jess says, okay, I'll pop by and take a, a look at the play. Yeah. So for the next week, Liz and Sophia rehearse the play every single night. Um, And they mail their hand-drawn invitations for the party out.
1: Yeah. And uh, then it's the day of the play. And um, unsurprisingly, it goes amazingly well. They're all very nervous. But...
0: Yeah, the auditorium is fully. Of- Uh, Full up as well.
1: Yes, even the Wakefields are there. All the Wakefields.
0: Even Jessica, yeah. Yeah,
1: and Stephen. They don't
0: really tell us much about the play after all this build-up. I know, I thought we'd (laughs) get more. like two lines saying, yeah, the play was great.
1: Yeah, the play was good.
0: (laughs) But um, they're met with thunderous applause. And then on the way home, Stephen and the Mr. and Mrs. Wakefield say they shouldn't have judged Sophia so harshly. And Jessica says, well, she still dresses like a toad. Yeah. But with talent like that, she can dress how she wants. Yeah,
1: so even Jessica has admitted now.
0: Everyone's admitted they were wrong. Yeah. Liz considers telling Ned and Alice about the party, but she's like, well, that's too risky now. And then I'd have to explain about the the switcheroo, which would get Jess into trouble. So she thinks, let's just leave things how they are. (laughs)
1: Yeah, mum and dad, while we're talking about you guys being wrong, I'd like to bring up L.A., Mm -hmm.
0: So the next morning, Ned and Alice go to their boat party with the Sloans. I couldn't believe this. What the hell? They're not, like, waving their daughter off.
1: Their daughter's going off to L.A. Yeah. And they're just like, we're not even going to wait for you to leave. We're going to just go to this boat party now. It's like, you could go an hour later and say goodbye to your daughter before she goes off to L.A. Like, come on.
0: But, uh, yeah, so Jessica gets collected by the Martins and their daughter.
1: Which Elizabeth immediately judges she judges the daughter to be snobby immediately yeah just uh, by having no no evidence of that just the way she looks
0: mm. and she thinks I'm glad I'm not spending the weekend with her
1: with a brat
0: but I just think like maybe this is why the Martins have had to get a stranger to, to keep their daughter company for the weekend it might be <laughs> she's yeah. got no friends and as soon as Jessica's gone Elizabeth calls Amy and Julie and they get to work on Operation Birthday
1: yeah, so um, yeah, they worked to set up the uh, the Wakefield house for the big party.
0: They hang um, turquoise and pink streamers everywhere. Nice. They lay out party hats plus a silver foil tiara for Sophia, and they set out donuts, pretzels, and tacos, and of course lemon slash.
1: Now the plan is to have this big old party, and then be all cleaned up before six Ned p.m. D- is yeah, it? before six p.m. <laughs> when Ned and Alice are coming home, and I'm sure this will work out swimmingly. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, also they've baked a cake with a stage on it complete with curtains It sounds very uh, intricate I know it sounds a bit advanced for like 12 year old bakers mm. but okay
1: I guess it's their interpretation of it anyway it's probably just a fucking mess shit. yeah
0: <laughs> meanwhile it turns out a storm had ruined Ned and Alice's plans oh boy this is so like the Sloan's a boat a storm I know it's, it's, like, oh my it's, God. it's weird
1: that it's not the same family
0: I know um so, yeah, the Storms ruined the boat party, so Nananas have decided to head back home. um, And they're going to collect Jessica and take her to a party that the Sloan kids are having.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a nice think, surprise for Jessica. Yeah, they think it'll
0: be a great surprise. She'll be so happy that we can all spend the day together.
1: Yeah, and she gets to go to a party. Jess loves mm. parties.
0: Meanwhile, back at the house, loads of Sophia's new fans have shown up.
1: Yeah, he's basically gone from like a little secret party to a massive thing. The it's whole cast, cast are there. Like, everyone's turning up.
0: Even Lila's there. She's Witch- dressed head to toe in purple, carrying a purple present with a purple bow on it.
1: Yeah. I love it. I couldn't
0: believe this. So, there's over 40 kids there, apparently. And they all hide, ready to jump out when Sophia arrives. And, of course, the door opens. Yeah. And stood there as a short Ned and Alice. Yeah, and all the everyone's kids are shocked, like, surprise. Surprise, happy birthday. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Elizabeth tries to explain and Amy backs her up, but um, all the kids start to take down the decorations and put the food away. Yeah. And then the doorbell interrupts them. It's Sophia this time. Uh, she, When she sees the party, her face lights up. Now, Ned and Alice, they'll be absolute. Bastards they imagine if they, if they did if, though if they stopped the party still now like yeah. when sophia's seen it and her face is lit up they're like no nope, carry on taking the decorations time. i mean
1: i imagine that liz is still in massive trouble for this but yeah. they're like we can't not do this now, so we're <laughs> gonna would have be a so go at horrible
0: you. if they did yeah
1: we'll have a go at you later
0: yeah so uh they wish Sophia a happy birthday.
1: Yes, and and Liz is surprised.
0: And Ned even goes to call Mrs. Rizzo and Tony and invite them along. Yeah, Mrs. Rizzo comes. Tony doesn't come. No. Um. Apparently, he feels that uh... punching their their
1: son in the face has probably made a bad impression.
0: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, like, he did want to go to, st- to Stephen Wakefield's house.
1: The, the house where he like of the guy who was bullying him to the point that he had to <laughs> defend himself. <laughs>
0: Bruce has got a present for Sophia. It's a video of the play. Oh. Um, maybe she can play it on a Tony on stolen, a stolen VCR. On a yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, she probably can't afford a VCR player. But well, they've got one. I think she's got one. <laughs> um, and Lila has bought her a purple oh, sweater. Oh, my
1: God. Lila, who hated her, mm. not like two hours ago, has bought her unicorn colours as well.
0: Yeah, and apparently it's... Just like the one that she's wearing.
1: I couldn't believe this. Unicorn colours are like... The 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 deal that's been made out of people wearing purple <laughs> in, in Twins. And now Lila, in the space of an hour, has gone from absolutely hating this girl mm. to like, I'm going to buy her a purple sweater. Well,
0: Lila says if you're going to be famous, you may as well dress like someone important. Well, yeah, okay. I guess she thinks, uh, you know, Sophia might try to be... Someone she might be important. unicorn material yeah. if she
1: keeps being, yeah, if she becomes famous.
0: Um Alice has been talking to Mrs. Rizzo yeah. and she makes an announcement. Apparently Mrs. Rizzo is very talented. Uh, she had a shop in Italy where she designed quilts. Alice is going to use her designs for her design firm. Plus, the firm are going to finance an English course for Mrs. Rizzo.
1: Yeah, I guess so. This
0: must be some damn good quilts. Yeah, yeah. This is
1: like some incredible quilts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like you've had a five minute chat with her and it's like, yep, we're going to pay for a course for you. Going to use all your designs. Has okay. she even
1: seen the quilts? How has she even seen them?
0: I don't I don't know.
1: Because like Mrs. Rizzo's come round. This is <laughs> Take not, your
0: word that they're good.
1: It's not 2021. She doesn't have a camera phone no. or anything to show them. She's like, I make really good quilts. And Alice is like, okay, I'll use them in my mm-hmm. designs without ever seeing them.
0: Yeah. And my firm are going to agree to pay, pay for a course yeah, for you. Yeah, fine. Gets better though. Uh, yeah, Ned pulls Sophia aside and says he's given the name of his uh, psychologist friend that specialises in young people uh, to Tony, and Tony's going to talk to him.
1: Yeah, well, you know, so, sorry, my son has like emotionally scarred <laughs> you with his bullying, but <laughs> here, here's some money for a psychiatrist.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. He, if he's had the psychologist friend, why he should get them to talk to his own kids? Yeah, probably. They've got a few issues, haven't it, they? Certainly. Um, Sophia thinks it's the best day of her life. Aww. Jessica gets back from uh, Shout. She's absolutely full of it. Yep. But she's worried when Elizabeth tells her that Ned and Alice are deciding how to punish them for lying. Yeah. She hopes they're not grounded because she needs to plan the Mini Olympics.
1: The Mini Olympics.
0: She's heading up the Mini Olympics this year. She says they're going to feature the toughest races ever and blubbery old Lois Waller will be up to her fat ankles in sweat oh
1: no I can't poor wait. Lois
0: Elizabeth says everyone should have a fair chance at winning um, but Jessica says well if people haven't bothered to get in shape they shouldn't expect to win anything damn Elizabeth's worried about this situation of course she is will anyone have a fair chance to compete against Jessica find out in one of the gang at Sweet Valley Twins number 10
1: But of course, we will not be doing that next time.
0: No, we won't be. Um, We'll be doing our Christmas special.
1: What is our
0: Christmas special this year? Holiday Mischief.
1: Holiday Mischief. That's a brilliant name for a book. I've sold already.
0: The blurb for this one is the Sweet Valley Middle School uh, choir group goes to Washington, D.C. at Christmas for a school competition. It's the perfect chance for the twins' friend Anna to find her long-lost sister. But Leslie is not quite what they expected.
1: Ooh i'm excited i love yeah. these uh these specials that we've been doing the halloween ones were great and it's going to be really fun to do some christmas ones
0: yeah and last week in case you missed it we are doing special christmas for kelly's roadhouse that'll yes be, i've got it over there ready to go that'll be out next monday i'm actually going to start to read that tonight I'm i excited. might well do too so two christmas specials then we'll be having a week's break yes we are going christmas. to take a break between
1: christmas and new year yeah
0: so next year, we'll be back with uh, the Mini Olympics.
1: Absolutely. Which
0: sounds already like it's going to be offensive and
1: <laughs> awful. It, it sounds brilliant. It sounds like a good start for twins next year. <laughs> I can't wait. This was uh, this was a good book. It is, it's, it's like, again the, the McCandy witch again and it was quite predictable but it had some funny moments and I felt really bad for Sophia the whole time. yeah history. everyone was so awful she did like nothing wrong and I couldn't believe even Ned and Alice got involved that was like the most egregious thing in the book
0: yeah um, Walter I said she can't believe how awful the adults were in this book yeah I couldn't either I, I, was, I was
1: really surprised
0: so our last episode first place yes we had uh, a lot of comments from from one particular person. Oh, cool. Especially. Go for it. Um, so Sarah Mosby said, Elizabeth's always stealing Lila's thunder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant.
0: And um, we had... Yeah, Plain Waffle said, this triggered a memory from when she was about 10. Um, and without even riding a horse, she was obsessed with them. Right. Her and her mate asked their parents if they could joint buy them a horse to share, and the answer was no. Damn. Damn. Um, Claire P H said that she agreed that Elizabeth's sudden horse obsession was weird. Yeah, but then she remembered she has a ten-year-old and a twelve-year-old, and actually, this kind of sudden intense obsession with things is quite standard.
1: I did think that while I was uh, talking about
0: kids do get obsessed with their posters, I was like, actually, they do get a bit obsessed with things. Yeah, Um, I
1: always remember in my school, it was dolphins, not (laughs) horses, that girls got obsessed with. It was like
0: a dolphin thing in the nineties. Nineties were all about dolphins for some reason um Cressida Burton has had a lot to say go for it are you ready for this I am ready <laughs> she says apologies in advance for the long rant <laughs> but she has to say her piece about the total lack of accuracy in this book oh okay because um, she we mentioned her last time she writes the horse books she,
1: yeah she writes the horse books there's a link to that in in, the, uh, in the description I'll put it in this one as well
0: she says I was half in hysterics and half incandescent there was so much that she had to make notes go for it firstly flat-faced Lila is the worst type of bloody trophy horse girl leaving everything to the yard staff
1: 100% agree
0: but alas girls with ponies are always the most popular at
1: school right
0: um this is a thing it is a thing I'm, I'm sure it is yeah um and you don't just learn to ride and then stop having lessons, Lila. Even professional riders continue to have lessons throughout their career. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Lila is a knob. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, any genuinely pony mad girl will absolutely risk everything for the right horse. This is a very common trope in pony books, including my own. But there does actually have to be something to lose. Yeah, yeah I was going like to say, yeah. Elizabeth just... had nothing, yeah. No. She risked nothing in that she book. She just created this problem. Yeah. And she says, if her Ravens Bay heroine Page—so Ravens Bay is her books, and mm-hmm. Page is the the girl in them—if yep. Paige doesn't succeed in saving the horse she loves, it will be sent to the knackers. It is literally life in the balance. That see that there's some stakes there. Yes. Yeah. Not just Liz's pissy, pissy whinging. <laughs> Thirdly. Thunder on the cover is clearly a bay brown horse and so would not be the colour of glowing embers.
1: Well we have had that 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 um that difference between the cover art and the actual uh details in the story. That's happened a few times now, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mostly with high though, not with twins I don't know if
0: that's happened with twins yet. And the riding clothes, fuck me, I have no words. Oh but they were my favourite bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they might not be accurate, but they were fabulous.
0: She says these clothes would never have been used because uh no no one will wear this unless they were competing in a state rodeo and any creepy stable boys tend to be shoved in the muck heap or stabbed in the arse with a pitchfork <laughs> horse girls are strong tough uncompromising and have zero tolerance um, there's more that was the first comment go on <laughs> let's continue to answer your questions Rich oh on, okay my questions on horse care yeah there are several types of stabling in an average yard um, but mainly full part and DIY Stable owned and full livery Mm -hmm. will be cared for by yard staff. Half livery is split 50-50 between yard staff and the owner. DIY is what it says on the tin. And Lila would so have been full livery. Yeah, I was
1: think that's that, I think, was my point. Because she's a lazy shite. Yeah, I can't imagine Lila not having them do everything.
0: Grooming, mucking out, and tack cleaning is as much of a part as owning a horse as the riding. Most pony mad girls, particularly ones like me who never had their own pony, will spend all their spare time doing stable jobs in return for free lessons. Yeah, it sounds like cheap labour, but it's actually how you learn to care for a horse, and it's really fun. Elizabeth could have done this if she wasn't such a whiny snob. Agreed. Um, tack is just a broad term for saddles and bridles and other horse riding kit.
1: Ah, yeah. So, like, I, I was as, uh, as clueless about that is Jessica was in the book so I, had was I no idea so thank you for that
0: uh, man of war is indeed a legendary horse and is like the granddaddy of American horse racing history right um, I was amused they chucked National Velvet in there but I was surprised they didn't pick an American classic like my friend Flicker oh uh, the whole horse show stuff didn't make any sense to me highly unlikely that anyone will win an advanced class after having two refusals absolute nonsense <laughs> and Ted secretly riding thunder what the fuck you just don't ride someone else's horse without permission, ever. You'd be sacked. You'd be pushed in the water trough. You'd be dragged around the stable by your plat. Just no. In my opinion, none of these idiots should be allowed anywhere near a horse, and none of them deserve to, to own one. If they'd been in the stables where I spent most of my childhood, they'd all have had a, muck, a bucket of mucky water tipped over them to make them grow up and pipe down. <laughs> and finally, it's a shame Elizabeth wastes this talent and decides to become a rubbish writer instead. <laughs> And then she says, Never has my own life been so su- sucking, uh, succinctly reduced to just the one sentence, absolutely howling with laughter. I'm also now deeply worried that my teen desire to be Elizabeth Wakefield has indeed come to fruition. Oh, shit.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> well, you'll be pleased to know, to, to, to your, your latter points, that from the seam of it in this book, they're never going to be riding horses again because they seem to have given up entirely on that and uh, barely mention it at all. <laughs> They're, they've moved past that now it doesn't matter God, I anymore i need
0: a drink after that after yeah, that was great. That
1: <laughs> I, we love your comments keep keep your comments coming in um yeah we love it that's brilliant and yeah that was great because i didn't know what tack was um and um it's, it's interesting because obviously we read these things i've never ridden a horse i don't know anything about horse riding so we kind of read these books and take them on face value so it's really cool to to get some actual information on how accurate that all is um yeah that's great
0: so yeah thanks for your comments keep them coming in our Instagram is kelly's roadhouse and our Facebook is kelly's roadhouse podcast
1: yes indeed and um, we'll be back next week with uh, kelly's roadhouse and uh, doing our, uh, our Christmas special and then of course
0: two weeks time will be time for Casey's holiday mischief yes thanks for listening um, and we'll see you in a week indeed bye then. bye